You're listening to the best of Morning Drive with Dietrich and White, an on-demand audio presentation of redpeachsports.com and ESPN977.com. Now here's today's show. Good morning, North Louisiana. What up? How goes it? Sorry. <laughs> Headphones are a little high there, a little hot. Hey, Aaron and Jake hanging out here in the Caldwell Banker Group 1 Realty Studio in West Monroe. What up, Jake Martin from the Washington oh, Citizen? It's going to be a good morning, yes. I can already tell. <laughs> I can already tell. Somebody was deaf in here yesterday or something. Wow. Yeah. Um, it's a good day, Aaron. It's a good day because we got a lot of juicy headlines, yeah. quite, quite honestly. And it's Top 10 Thursday. Oh, yes. And this is uh, the brainchild, of course, of you and Tabor. Both of you are extremely fired up this morning, and rightfully so. See, we are very fired up to present the greatest professional wrestling promos of all time mm. in honor of WrestleMania. It took a lot of research on both of your parts, and then, of course, it took some time for me to edit them down. But this is your guys' day, and I know there's going to be some out there that are going to be critical, talking a lot of wrestling on this day. Literally, it's one day out of the year, and you should just probably sit back and then just appreciate the talent and the skill that it takes to pull off some of these promos. Take some notes. It could change your life. Professional wrestling, if you can adopt that to your life, just look at Donald Trump. It'll take you places. (laughs) Look at Jake. 888-993-7762. It's called the Stuart Shelby text slash hotline. Go to StuartShelby.com for a free quote. But as we usually do, we start the show with some headlines. Yes, we do. Um, where do you want to start? you want to start with baseball? I think football? we need to start. Let's start with uh, college baseball. Okay. Uh, midweek games, you are a huge fan of them, of course. Uh, what took place up in Fayetteville, ULM, of course, put a major scare into the fifth-ranked team earlier this week, an extra-inning affair that they ultimately lose 10-9. to, nine, 10 to nine. So yesterday, the second game of the two-game series against Arkansas, a little bit of a different story. Uh, a w- Cleanly played ball game. Ultimately, Arkansas goes on to win four to nothing. They score two in the third, two in the sixth. Yeah, to win much, by four runs. A much different game. We saw a lot of runs the day prior. Uh, like you said, this one was a much better game played defensively and, and pitching wise. And um, yeah, you know, speaking of pitching, I, you know, if you look at this as a, we're not going to say moral victory because we just talked about that yesterday and how, you know, Michael Federico and his staff don't believe in moral victories. But the fact that it is, uh, uh, you know, a, a tight game against one of the top ranked teams in the country, whether you disagree with that or not, Aaron, them being number five, mm-hmm. um, still they've got the recognition and to go in there and, and battle two straight days. It's quite a quite a feat. And then, of course, uh, Louisiana Tech scoring off against Little Rock. One of those matchups, and you looked at it, of course, uh, they played a thriller earlier this year with the Trojans beating uh, the Bulldogs up in Little Rock. Uh, Little Rock, uh, you look at them, a a 41 RPI coming into this thing, and, of course, Louisiana Tech being ranked for the first time at number 22. So you're expecting a well-played ball game. Uh, If you like pitching, a pitching duel, it was certainly that. But ultimately, the Diamond Dogs lose a heartbreaker 2-1. to And that's what we've come to expect from David Leal. He had another brilliant uh, pitching performance yesterday. Held them scoreless up until the eighth inning, and that's when Little Rock tied it up and then eventually took the lead. But 
Louisiana Tech only had three hits in this game, mm-hmm. and so I can understand why uh, Coach Burroughs would be frustrated after a loss like that. Uh, frustrated is a good word. Uh, they could only scratch across those three hits, only could muster one run in the two-to-one loss. They really could not get into rhythm at the plate. The starter for uh, Little Rock, Aaron Funk, had the Bulldogs in a, a funk. He goes seven innings, only gives up one hit, strikes out five in just his third start of the season. With the loss, Louisiana Tech falls to 22-9, and 7-2, and two, of course, in conference play, as they'll jump back into league play later this weekend in San Antonio. So Lane Burroughs, we love him. We love the fact he comes on this show every week, and you ask him a tough question or any question that's candid, he'll give you a candid response. Last night, he was a little bit fired up, uh, disappointed in his team and his performance. Here's Lane Burroughs on the 2-1 to loss to the Trojans. We played awful. Uh, that fall back, falls back on me, and we had terrible practice yesterday. I had to get with them, had to call them up. I don't understand it. 22-8 and eight after 30 games, and the guys acted like they didn't want to come out and practice yesterday. Disappointed in them, disappointed in me and our coaches, everybody. Uh, we got to regroup, and uh, at the end of the day, Buck stops here, and uh, we weren't ready to play. Uh, give their guy credit. Very generic. He was 85, throwing fastballs right by us. And it ain't like we had hard outs. Uh, it, they, we made it very easy on the guy. salt with that pepper my goodness (laughs) tough loss for the dogs at home to little rock and as i said they'll try to jump back uh, get back after it i'd like to be at today's practice against uh then they'll go to utsa to take on the roadrunners utsa 15 11 5 and 3 in conference play we do have one other game tonight in college baseball lsu gets a jump on the weekend correct yeah they start a series with texas a&m a matchup of uh, two top 20 teams. That shouldn't come as a surprise. The fact that uh, 10 SEC schools ranked in the top 25. This is number 17 versus number 19, LSU, the higher-ranked team. Yeah, um, on paper it looks like LSU series, but the fact that you're going on the road, I think you just you know want to try to go in there and win this series and continue to build momentum, continue to try to get healthy, yada, yada, yada. Same old, same old. Uh, staying with uh, baseball in the high school ranks, a couple of games uh, yesterday, one of them being a pretty good showdown between OCS and Cedar Creek. Cedar Creek was victorious in that one, 11-9 to over OCS. Uh, that was two top ten Division one or Division four teams uh, squaring off against one another. They will play again today. Uh, varsity should start around 630. At OCS. Uh, the matchup, of course, uh, wrapping up a series in District 2-4A. Neville playing a doubleheader versus Franklin Parish. They win two squeakers, 7-6 and 5-4. They end up sweeping that series against the Patriots. Yeah, that 7-6 victory was won on a John Cassio walk-off. So Neville winning in dramatic fashion again. Uh, well, any other headlines or high school softball? I know high school big. softball, we got a couple. Uh, Washita was victorious against West Monroe. They won nine to four. The Allen sisters, Abby and Alyssa, were four for eight last night with two homers in that victory. Washita's rolling. Washita's been rolling since they lost to Ruston, and uh, yeah, they're they have been taking care of business against really good competition. Sterlington defeated Neville four to three. Uh, and I believe that's all we got for softball. ULM softball, they have now won seven straight. So congratulations to them. LSU held its pro day yesterday. I think there was close to 26 athletes down there trying to catch the eye or two of an NFL coach or executive. A couple different storylines from this, Jake. Where would you like to start? 
You know where I'd like to start, but I guess we can start positive first. Um, You were blown away, as was I, with the 41 reps by Christian Lacatour, yeah. uh, 225 pounds, 41 times, folks. Mm-hmm. So he, he impressed scouts with his strength there. Uh, uh, that would have actually tied for the top score at the combine if you're in this sort of thing. But yeah. 41 reps, and reportedly he's done it 45 before. He is a strong fella. Strong fella, Dante Jackson, just barely improved his 4.32 by clocking it at 4.31. Uh, still a great number, and I think that's the best number that's been recorded at LSU's Pro Day mm. as far as you know official time. But uh, I, I still think that's kind of a disappointment for him. I still think he probably wanted that 4-2 range. And I know that well, the fact silly. that he's even running it at the Pro Day when he already has a 4-3-2 exactly. on the books. Exactly. He wanted that 4-2, but he did better himself, whether it be you know not by a large margin or not. Uh, in terms of Darius guys, he was just there to kind of show off his yeah. pass catching abilities. The the bigger story, I guess, was uh, Williams and what he did. Yeah, well, yeah, Darryl Williams, the other running back. Yeah, I mean, he got a four five nine in the forty, which is a great time for him for that big back. I was, I think, Russell Gage kind of stole the show yeah. just because not a lot of people went into this pro day looking at him, and then he goes out there and it's a four four two in the forty, gets a thirty nine inch vertical, and uh, just just impressed all day. So I think he. He worked himself onto an NFL roster, onto uh, into an NFL draft pick. The slimmer Williams, the uh, lower deck time, he had a four seven two at the combine, down to a four nine four five nine. Yeah, yeah, very impressive. And then, of course, when you're speaking of forties, uh, and everybody was anxious to <laughs> see Arden Key, how, what he would weigh at, and then, of course, what he actually talked to the media, the local media, for the first time since 2016. He did talk to to the media. Uh, he didn't reveal a whole lot, but. The headline here is him running a 4.85 and a 4.87. Now, Aaron, if you're comparing that to numbers at the NFL Combine, that would have ranked near the bottom. Yeah. You're talking about Arden Key, who was once, you know, let's just say his goal, this I, what was reported his goal was, was 4.6. And just from the past, like seeing what he used to do, I know he, could, he used to could run a 4.6. So we don't know what all is going on with him. Of course, he had some nagging injuries, and because he had, I think it was his knee, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head, but that's why he he said he didn't perform at the NFL Combine or you know run the 40. So I was thinking, okay, he's buying himself some more time. He's going to have a good 40 time here at LSU's Pro Day. Not the case. This is a huge disappointment for him. When I saw that time, I was like, I mean, you got one thing that you're there to basically do to, to show that yeah. you've been working out, and of course, it, that's supposed to be his strength, correct? The quickness coming around the yes. edge, and, and then it you was. Go out, then you go out there and you run a four eight. And for the and I've had conversations about this because um, my cousin texted me yesterday and said, "You think he'll fall to the Saints? Like wanting him wanting yeah, the Saints fall to farther him. than that?" I said, "Listen, I said he'll definitely fall to the Saints." And I told him, "Just look at what he did at LSU's pro day." And his response was, oh, I don't buy that. He's a beast. We saw what he could do on the field. And my response to that was – Two years ago. Yeah, two years ago. Last year, he was off and on. He was – when he's mentally stable, yeah, he is a beast. But we don't know what's going on with him because he's refused to go in depth and talk about what's going on with him. We don't know. We have no idea what what caused him to miss so much time last year. All right, so let's go there. Uh, Talking about Arden Key and, of course, his past. So he gets an opportunity to kind of clear some things up, visiting with the media yesterday, and more importantly with uh, NFL coaches and executives. 
The other thing with Arden Key is his weight continues to just fluctuate. I mean, yeah. at one point he said he was up to 280. He weighs in yesterday at 238, but he says he wants to get back closer to 250. A lot of different coaches wanted to see what he could do at linebacker. So here's Arden Key was asked about uh, the situation, why he left the team, and uh, and then, of course, why he did not talk to the media or then blame the media for spreading inaccurate information. Key's words here. Nobody knew what was going on, and everybody threw their two cents in, and they think went down. So then somebody asked, why didn't you go ahead and just clear your name publicly? And he says, how you go from almost being a number one pick to third-round pick? I don't, I don't, I don't understand it still to this day. Uh, the talent's still there. You watched Ole Miss game, the Alabama game, of course. You saw sophomore Arden Key starting to come back in. I mean, I miss spring. I miss summer. You name, if you name me a player who missed that t that much time and come back the same self, then I I'd be like, okay, you can. It's, it's done. You can do it. But I I can't. I can't name a player who did it. So it's always worked. My sophomore year, I bought out. It was because I was working, things of that sort. Now I had to sit out and things of that sort. So now I'm here where I'm at. But. So I can keep. And then the other part of it, of course, as I was saying, uh, trying to clear his name, said uh, the local media, and, of course, everybody threw out their two cents and did not get the information right. There's, there's so much to this that I just don't like. Um, he comes and these quotes. He comes off as arrogant. Yeah. Here it is. Here's another one. Uh, I like to surprise coaches and scouts. Yeah. They were thinking what they were thinking about me. Then I just get in the room, talk with them, and their view is different. I blow them away with me. Yeah. Like. And then on. he follows it up with whoever picks me. If they need a pass rusher, I am the problem solver. Those who pass over, shame on them. Mm -hmm. And then in that quote we just played. He says, my sophomore year, I worked hard and I balled out. And he says, I didn't get to work hard last year. Well, why didn't you, Arden? You have to answer these questions. Mm -hmm. And, of course, he's answering them behind closed doors to the scouts. But what do you expect people to say about you? Why do you think you fell in these, in these rankings? Because you've been so quiet and we don't know what's going on with you. It's a gamble. Good luck to Arden Key. And as he mentioned there, uh, he's uh... – dumbfounded on how he could slip for perhaps a top five pick and, to all the way into the third and round. If, and if you're an NFL team, you, are, are, you, you have to you know, weigh that. You have to go, am I getting the sophomore Arden Key that you know set an LSU sack record, or am I getting the guy last year who, for some reason, will not be able to work hard and will you know, drop in weight and not be as productive? Hmm. Uh, one other college football news and notes. We talked about this extensively yesterday, the big battle between between LeBron James and Nick Saban. Oh, yeah. Alabama has now come out and said that the show will now be called Alabama Cuts instead of Shop Talk. <laughs> That's a big change. Yes. Okay. Uh, Jay says, seriously, wrestling when the Masters is teeing off today. Good point, Jay. It is just one day, and we will have some Masters coverage later on with Teddy oh, Allen live from Augusta. Plus, the, the par three competition yesterday, Jake, and, and I told you a couple of these stories in our extensive pre-show meeting. Uh, what story that I told you was better? It's the ankle. All right, Tony Finneau, if I mispronounce his name, I apologize, especially when he's a 38th-ranked player in the world. But the par three competition, he's got uh, his family on the bag. I think four kids and his wife's carrying the bag. 
and he hits a hole in one, and he starts celebrating. He's backpedaling down the fairway, and the next thing you know, his ankle goes out. Mm. If you've not seen the footage, check it out. And then he's down on the ground, and it literally looks like he's popping his ankle back into place. <laughs> so, do we know if he's playing or not? Uh, he's still scheduled to play. I think he teased off at 11.30 today. He had an MRI. Uh, they say it is, what, a dislocated ankle. <sighs> yes. Yeah, and it's reminiscent of Martin Gramatica? Uh, Bill Gramatica, I believe. Bill Gramatica. Yes. Uh when he celebrated the field goal and tore his ACL. Here's the lead. He's ranked 32nd in the world, dislocated his left ankle while celebrating a hole-in-one in the par-3 contest. X-rays were negative. He underwent an MRI on Thursday. They have cleared him to play. This is a great storyline. Yeah, this is a freak storyline. You like that storyline. I like the one, of course, with the Jack Nicholas. He's out there with his grandson, uh, I'm typically on the number nine they give the, the caddy or one of their family members an opportunity to tee it up and let it go. And Jack's grandson steps up, and he hits a hole-in-one. Fifteen years old, the first in his life. Jack tickled to death, uh, called it the best moment, with all due respect to what he's done in the Masters and the six green jackets previously, the best moment that he's had in Augusta. Yeah, pretty good. Gets all choked up, and Tom Rinaldi doing the uh, interview. Oh, boy. Following the run. That's your guy. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. We got a couple of those clips coming up uh, later in the show with Teddy Allen. It's all part of the starting lineup brought to you by Louisiana Paint Care. The starting lineup. Are you crying? The starting lineup. Are you crying? Starting lineup. Are you crying? The starting lineup. Let's not crying. Let's get to the starting lineup. All you say is good stuff. If I'm talking MMA or LSU, you're all fired up. I talk oh, a little golf. If I talk about MMA, you don't offer up anything. Uh, two just different, complete, you know, on the opposite ends of the spectrum about hole-in-ones, and all Jake's got is uh, good that's stuff. Good. What do you want me to do? I mean, that, that's a great story. Uh, and, oh, yeah, the Pels won. This was a big win for them last yeah, night. Yeah, uh, that's what I wanted to talk about. The Pels snapped their four-game losing streak. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, they won 123 to 95 last night. Beat the Grizzlies. They are still in eighth place, though. So, still having to, uh, you know, you got to win out. You got four games left, but they are a game. They're half a game back uh, from the Spurs, who are in fifth place, and they are one game behind number four seed Utah. Four games left. We'll see how this shakes out. We look forward to catching up with the voice of the LSU Tigers, Chris Blair, at eight o'clock. At 8.30, Teddy, Teddy Allen joins us live from the Masters. And it is Top Ten Thursday, Jake. Let's see, it is Top Ten Thursday. What's up with his Spanish? Man? I don't know, man. That just comes out of my mouth. Uh, yes, Top Ten Thursday. We have the greatest professional wrestling promos of all time. And I'm fired up about it. Mm. Those of you who are complaining about golf, Masters, sorry I can't read the text line. It won't come up on my computer. <laughs> Those of you who complain about that, we're going to have plenty of Masters coverage tomorrow, and we're doing top ten Masters moments next week. Mm. So, just be patient. You can weigh in best uh, promos, best, what, what are we calling this? What? Top ten professional wrestling promos. Okay. You have trouble with titles. Yeah, you got that right. Uh, Sherman weighs in, talking about uh, Arden Key says, no drive. Doc says, sounds like Arden has been skipping English class. Quinn <laughs> oh, says, Arden Key is channeling his inner LBJ. Uh, he's wearing out his shoulder, patting himself on the back. Yes, he is. 
Got a couple more texts here. We'll get to them here in a minute. You can continue to weigh in on what's the Major League Baseball franchise we should follow and cover on a daily basis. Voting ends on Friday. 888-993-7762. The Morning Drive is back up here. The way you purchased a car in the past is changing. With Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com, shop our inventory new and used, value your trade, and apply for financing from home on your couch in the comfort of your bed. Wherever you choose, whenever you want, at Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com, we'll hand you your keys so you can get to the important things in life. Visit Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Drive your dream. Live to drive. Whether you have a sports or an orthopedic injury, nagging low back or neck pain, work-related injury, or even vertigo, get the care and treatment you need at Legacy Outpatient Therapy Services. LOTS has been a reliable health care provider for Ruston and the surrounding communities for over 15 years. Give Chase Patterson and his team of skilled therapists a call at 318-255-9601 or visit our website at LegacyRehab.net. LOTS, official partner of Louisiana Tech Athletics and your home for trusted therapy solutions. Powered by Legacy Rehabilitation. The all-new Yard Power of Monroe, Northeast Louisiana's only Cub Cadet dealer. Your Cub Cadet Superstore is holding a big open house this Saturday where you can save 15% on all Cub Cadet Pro-Z mowers. That could mean up to $1,800 in savings. Big discounts on a great selection, even red tag special deals on closeout inventory. So remember YP, Yard Power. On Highway 165 in Monroe, just one mile north of Century Link. Have you ever been to one of these wannabe big city car dealerships where they talk a lot but say nothing? Have you ever known more about the vehicle that you're interested in than your salesman? Or how about this? Ever had your credit run before you even got to talk price? The Anvil Motors, the hassle-free Ford store in Arcadia, feels your pain. Our salesmen are committed to a no-pressure environment where you get the vehicle you want, not what a salesman is selling. Come see me, Mark Richardson, Jim Shrell, Thomas Hunter, or Jerry Callender, and see firsthand the difference. Take the short drive to the Anvil Motors and drive one. You'll be glad you did. Good morning, Louisiana. This is the Morning Drive. This hour is sponsored by Ronnie Ward, Toyota of Ruston. Welcome back to the show. Boy, Jake, you take yourself out of the comfort zone. You get a little cranky over here. Man. I just, you know, I'd like to see what people are saying. Yeah. Jake doesn't have control of the uh, text line today. He cannot read your comments, but I can. So I will filter through them. That puts Jake in a bad mood. Yeah, so you got to tell us. when we, You said we had text to read, so... Oh, look at Gary, man. Gary coming out strong this morning on this Thursday morning. Can you play the clip with Arden Key? Because I didn't understand nothing he said. Not sure what foreign language that was. Maybe I ought to ask Lamar Jackson to translate. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very salty. Thought I was grumpy. Yeah. Hmm. Um, well, maybe that's why he avoided the media, the local media, since 2016 after his big performance against Louisville. Here's the thing, like, he he's taken it out. I don't know. Like, I that's the problem is we don't know why why he, we can only speculate. And I don't want to do that mm-hmm. until we actually know and he actually talks about it. But I think there's something to be said about owning something instead of letting people fill their head with their own. Be ahead of the story. Be ahead of the story. I mean, we've we've talked about that all the time. It's being ahead of the story. It's important. And now you're in a spot where you've got money riding on it. 
You know what I mean? Like there, there's a big difference between going in the first round and <laughs> yeah, you know. So it's backfired on you staying <laughs> quiet like this. But it could be some serious personal issues that you know he has to resolve. And, and even if he does talk about it and he still has those personal issues, he's still going to fall in the draft because people aren't going to take a liability like that. And then you also ask who's advising him, who's in his ear, who's giving him advice during all of this. Yeah, yeah. But the 4A, I just couldn't believe that he was down to about 240 and still ran a 4A. I mean, that is bad on all accounts. Like, man, couldn't believe that. How about us uh, media schmoes then breaking down all these 40 times? Well, I think it's and – I, and I hate that. I do hate, you know, breaking down times and breaking down bench reps and all that because there's so much more than just that. But you're talking about a guy who – has a lot of question marks or you're going to try to break down every small thing even the interview that we just played but when it comes down to the 40 time I think that's important because he is an edge rusher he is a pass rusher and the fact that he doesn't have the same quickness at least in terms of running a 40 than he did a couple of years ago and that's that's scary. That's and, and you saw what he did last year, how he was ineffective in certain games. And then the bigger question being, knowing that you got to run the 40, knowing this is the most important job interview that you'll what have in your entire career, then the questions come up about commitment. Yeah, drive. What have you been doing? Yeah. This is all you had to prepare for, man. Knock this out of the park and you're a millionaire. Mm. You know? He's still going to be a millionaire. I just, you know. And then, of course, you look at one of the needs of the Saints, uh, a pass rusher, and then you think, well, perhaps the Saints could be a place that he falls. Uh, Mickey Loomis did meet with the media yesterday, and you anticipate these are tough situations. Uh, you know, not that I feel sorry ever for Mickey Loomis, but he's standing up there, and he's asked questions about different players, and there's only so much they can say about him. Kind of like when you're trying to talk to a college coach about a recruit, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's not even worth it sometimes, but uh, – yeah, and I'm sure he probably got the, the questions, too. Why don't you all draft more LSU players and all of that? But um, Yeah, not a good day for Arden Key. It was a good day for Darrell Williams. I'm happy for him, the fact that he ran a 4.59. The other thing that caught my attention a little bit just of the pro day, there was a 26 athletes down there that it worked out. Two never played football at LSU. One was a uh, track star, 11-time All-American, Aaron Ernst, and the other one, of course, being Brian Bridgewater, who played, of course, for LSU. We remember That's him from cool. uh, Scotlandville when he played against uh, Washita in the state championship game. He was a pretty uh, fair tight end back in his high school days. Yeah, and see, LSU thought they were getting a two-sport athlete when he came on, but he just stuck with basketball. And, you know, his basketball career didn't take off like – a lot of people thought it would. Um, he, he had a you know somewhat of a disappointing career uh, basketball wise, but yeah, good for him trying out the football avenue and see what it takes him, where it takes him. I thought it was also cool that uh, Leonard Fournette, Tre'Davious White, uh, Kendall Beckwith, they were all back pro day and giving their support to their former teammates. Yeah, no doubt, very very cool. All right, let's take a timeout. Coming up after the break, we're going to dive into this top ten. This is all going to be all about. Jake Martin and John Tabor over here is they're going to give you the top 10 wrestling promos of all time. You can weigh in. Did they get it right? Did they get it wrong? Who are some of your favorite wrestlers of all time? This is the one day of the year that we do this. So enjoy. That's coming up after the break. If you or a loved one have been injured or a victim of medical malpractice, you need to go Guerrero. I'm Lauren Guerrero and my father is Jeff Guerrero. 
He has helped thousands of people who have been injured in auto accidents, offshore accidents, drug recalls, and victims of medical negligence. So if you or a loved one have been injured through no fault of your own, do what thousands of injured clients have already done. Go Guerrero. Call 24 hours a day at 325-4306 or come by the office at 2200 Forsyth Avenue in Monroe. The way you purchased a car in the past is changing with Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Shop our inventory new and used, value your trade, and apply for financing from home on your couch in the comfort of your bed. Wherever you choose, whatever you want, at Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. We'll hand you your keys so you can get to the important things in life. Visit Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Drive your dream. Live to drive. Looking for today's hottest wellness trends? Visit GNC, where you'll get them for less thanks to our buy one, get one half off deal. Save on black seed oil, turmeric, and milk thistle. Or mix and match Vitapack programs, male performance, probiotics, fish oil, and more. Our premium GNC brand products go through up to 150 quality checks and are the highest quality wellness solutions and supplements in the industry. But hurry, this buy one, get one half off deal is only available for a limited time. GNC, live well. Hi, I'm Jason Greer of Greer Tank and Welding in Fairbanks, Alaska. We get some pretty tough conditions here, like wind, snow, and extreme cold, which is probably why the Post-it Notes folks came and gave us a bunch of their new Post-it Extreme Notes to test out, and they didn't disappoint. I've stuck them on all sorts of rough surfaces, like brick, wood, and concrete. And I have to say, these things really help me communicate with my team on the job. Post-it Extreme Notes, water-resistant with Durahold paper and adhesive. They're tailored for tough. Local Sports Talk is on the air on the morning drive. This hour is sponsored by Ronnie Ward, Toyota of Ruston. Welcome back to the show. All right, this is the one day of the year that typically produces a lot of text and a lot of comments, uh, positive and negative. Uh, Matt already weighs in and says, God help us. <laughs> Time to let the listeners pick the top ten again, turning the volume down now. We got thick skin, we can handle it. Oh, yeah. Got to have thick skin in this business. Um, I'll tell you who has thick skin also. And John Tabor just let off. Rick Flair, you know, Aaron, I was tempted when, when we were coming up with this list. I could have had 10 Rick Flair promos, honestly. Could have split them right down the middle between him and Dusty Rhodes. But try to uh, spread the wealth a little bit. And uh, number 10, we're kicking it off with Rick Flair. All right, uh, this was a real team effort here as uh, <laughs> Jake and uh, Tabes went back and forth on this top 10 list. All I was responsible for was uh, taking the clips and editing them, them down. It was fun, though, to kind of hear some of these. All right, guys, uh, criteria. What makes a top so, 10 promo in wrestling? This is, a, this is a, a mix of it. So I think entertainment value, obviously. I think drawing power, like what it does to sell the actual event. Right. Um, I also think, you know, there are certain promos that either made somebody a star or kind of ushered in a new era. We have a mix of all of those things. And sometimes when you blur the lines and it gets real, like what, when you think what you're listening to or watching is scripted, but it's actually real, 
those turn out to be some of the best too. So, I mean, we got a variety of, of different things, but uh, criteria wise, I think it's how did it, uh, how did it affect that person's legacy? How did it draw? How did it uh, impact and resonate with people? Hmm. His legacy, a scripted thing. All right. I'm going to be a little bit of a cynic, but I'm going to enjoy no, this. I, mean, I used to be a wrestling fan. I can still get into you, you it. And I can appreciate the talent and the skill that it takes for these guys to absolutely, pull this off. But you can say it's scripted, but they do have legacies. I mean, they are stars. You know, when you can't walk in an airport without being bombarded with people trying to get your autographs, I mean, I think you've made it, right? And that's what these people had to do, deal with their whole life. All right, Tabor, your criteria now is you get ready to go to, to another WrestleMania this weekend. What makes a good top ten promo? Uh, I think it all kind of culminates in what Jake said, and that's a butt every 18 inches. Or now it would be viewership with TV because it's kind of – the game's changed. But you got to draw the fans in. you got to give them a re- reason not, not to watch right now because you're already watching. Give me a reason to keep watching tomorrow, next week, next month. Clint weighs in. The teller isn't as bad as wrestling top ten. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, did the teller ever tell you why he stood us up the other uh, day? Yeah, it was spring break, and his uh, kids have all had his phone, and it got left in the uh, car, uh, the vehicle. Okay. Lame excuse. Very lame. All right, let's go. What do you got? Top ten. Number ten. This is uh, Ric Flair delivering a promo to Eric Bischoff, and this is the one in WCW where he is literally stripping off his clothes and telling you how much everything costs. $2,000 alligator. $2,000 alligator. It's $30,000. It's $30,000. It's a gold rule of hell. It's yours. You see this? Hell. You see this? $100 bill. We did a little remix there. We had, I had them both playing. It was like an echo there. But you got the point. Yeah. Uh, off to a great start. <laughs> uh, Maybe I tripped coming out to the re- – Maybe that was some bad editing That's what there. it was, yeah. <laughs> no, but that was – golly, if you haven't seen that, that is one of the funniest things. He's literally taking all of his clothes off and then starts doing a strut in his boxers and just taking off his watch. This Rolex costs $2,000. I mean, it's classic Ric Flair. Hmm. Classic Ric Flair. I'm glad I spent five minutes editing that one. All right, let's, let's see what we got for number nine. What you got, Jake? Number nine's a recent one. Um, you know, a lot of people hate John Cena, but he's a very good talker. He's, he's, he really can cut a good promo. And this one's uh, one of those where it's kind of a mi- – it's, it's scripted, but it's kind of a mix of real in there because the guy they're trying to push on people is Roman Reigns right now. And a lot of people don't don't love him because he's got that like Superman stereotype where he overcomes all the challenges, and people just don't want to be force fed that. So, uh, and he's also not that great of a talker. And anyway, these two were face to face, 
and John Cena absolutely schools him. And you stand there and blame me. Fine, I blame you. I'm still here because you can't do your job. When it comes to this yard, you probably haven't learned it yet. There's only one rule, step up or step aside. And over the years, there's been a few to step up, but nobody to ever keep up. And then I finally hear about this one guy, the guy, the Roman Reigns, the one that can keep up. And now I look at you and I listen to you. You should be ashamed I'm a part-timer because I can do this part-time better than you could ever do it full-time. Pretty good. That's pretty good. Was that top ten worthy, though? Yes. Huh. I thought it was good, man. The way he – because he's seen as goofies for the kids, right? And he gets a bad rep because of that. But when he wants to turn it on and deliver a good promo, he can. He proved that right there. Hmm. And I don't know. I just – I thought that was top ten worthy. Hmm. Jay says, isn't that the teapot guy from the commercial? Yes, yes, Roman Reigns, yes. Uh, very bad, very bad commercial. <laughs> that commercial gets a lot of airtime. Yeah, you, so you've seen it. <laughs> yes. So you know that? who he is. Yeah. I, I figured you wouldn't even know who no, he is. No, Yeah. He's the guy. That'll be his legacy. <laughs> well, like, he's and he's not that bad, but, like, he's just kind of bland, and people just don't like him. Aaron, Aaron if you realize just how bad. perceptive of a statement that was you made. With that, yeah, That'll be about rains. Uh, <laughs> that's what I do, Tabes. Tabes, I know you weighed in with Jake and gave him a lot of input on this. Do you like ten and nine so far? I think so. Yeah, again, it's a lot of it's debatable. I think the more the top five are kind of the consensus. You know, everybody agrees on. Once you get past that, it's just what's your what's your style? Yeah, yeah. Top five, you'll have a lot of names that you know. Do you know Paul Heyman, Aaron? No. No. You've never heard the name Paul Heyman. Uh, he start, he Did he know, wrestle Junkyard Dog? He wasn't a wrestler. Okay. Uh, do you, oh, he was a manager. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you ever heard of ECW? No. Okay. It was a hardcore wrestling promotion. Mm -hmm. He ran it. And this promo here is mm – -hmm. it was eventually bought by WWE. And so Paul went and worked for WWE and – in this promo, another one of those scripted but kind of real moments where Heyman tells Vince that you stole my ideas that I had in ECW because ECW was the edgy content. It was catered more to, you know, the 18-year-olds, 18-year-old market. And so when WWE made that change to the Attitude Era with Stone Cold and all, he, he used a lot of the ideas that Paul Heyman first introduced in ECW. And this is what Paul Heyman said face-to-face -to, -face to Vince. You competed. And with your ruthless, merciless, take-no-prisoners attitude, you drove everybody out of business, didn't you, Vince? You ran all the competition into the ground and you stole all their ideas and you made yourself a billionaire out of it. And you know whose ideas you stole the most, Vince? You stole mine. 
See, I don't give a damn about Don Owen and Sam Muchnick and Jim Crockett. I, I care about what you did to me and my family. How you stole my dreams. How you stole my legacy. How you stole everything that ECW represented. Because while Doink the Clown had a, a green hair and a rubber nose, Stone Cold Steve Austin was drinking his first beer in ECW, damn you. While Bobby Heenan and Gene Oakland were dancing around singing Tootie Fruity, ECW was producing the edgy TV that you named Attitude. Oh, we got Attitude. You got nothing, man. What you got is my ideas, and you stole my life, my money, my legacy. Oh, he sold that right there. Mm -hmm. All right, got a couple of texts here uh, in, the, in the mixed bag here, and of course we take uh, <laughs> positive and negative uh, reviews of this top ten Thursday top wrestling promos. Are we really listening to this over talking softball? Another I wonder one, who that was from. Another one from uh, Matt. I used to like wrestling, too, when I was nine. And shortly after that, I grew up. Some people grow up and don't uh, and don't set aside childish things. Those are your wrestling fans of today. Jonathan, though, says keep it up. About to go to work. He wants to hear more. Should be listening on the app or uh, go to Sports Talk 97.7, the website, correct? Yes. And search Red Peach in your app store. Uh, Brandon says, is the next segment going to be about competitive video gaming? <laughs> oh, brother. Hey, we knew we were what we were walking into today. Yeah. We knew we were going to face some criticism. But, hey, it's the one day of the year. You can, you can put up with it. All the stuff we give you every day. And like I said, I'm not exactly a huge wrestling fan, but I can appreciate talent. And it takes some major talent to pull off some of these. Yes. What number are we at now? We are at... Believe number seven. We ready to unveil yes, number seven? What we got? All right. This is uh, you know, for as good a talker as The Rock is, he doesn't have a whole lot of legendary promos. Uh -huh. But this is this one's pretty funny. Uh, he's talking about uh, Billy Gunn, who just won the King of the Ring, and actually, I think this kind of killed his momentum. Uh, uh, B Billy Gunn, that is, because after this, he they were trying to push him as a single star, and after this promo. Man, he fizzled because The Rock just absolutely crushed him. The Rock understands what took place. The night you won King of the Ring, you got down on your knees, put your little hands together, and you said a prayer, and it sounded like this. Oh, dear God. You see, my name's Billy, and I just won King of the Ring, but there's one problem. Everybody still thinks that I absolutely suck. And then at that point, Billy, your house started to shake, the heavens opened up, and God himself spoke to you and said this, Bob, but my name's Billy. It doesn't matter what your name is. Classic rock. Uh, the shirt he was wearing, too, for that promo. Oh, yeah. So classic. Like nine, 99 Yeah. It was, oh, it was good. It was great. The sideburns, it was good. I enjoyed that one. 
We are off and running. Keep the text coming. We got a lot of them coming up here. 888-993-7762 is the Stuart Shelby text slash hotline. Go to StuartShelby.com for a free quote. A morning drive returns after this. As we whittle this list down, we are at what, number six? Coming up after the break. What's your best tease? What's your best promo, Jake, to plug number six? So, oh, uh, the cream always rises. Ah. The cream always rises. That's coming up after the break. If you or a loved one have been injured or a victim of medical malpractice, you need to go Guerrero. I'm Lauren Guerrero, and my father is Jeff Guerrero. He has helped thousands of people who have been injured in auto accidents, offshore accidents, drug recalls, and victims of medical negligence. So if you or a loved one have been injured through no fault of your own, do what thousands of injured clients have already done. Go Guerrero. Call 24 hours a day at 325-4306 or come by the office at 2200 Forsyth Avenue in Monroe. You want new window tinting for your car and you're getting tax money back from Uncle Sam. Bring that combo to Magic Glass and Tint in West Monroe and let us tint you up. Not only does professional tinting from Magic Glass keep your car cool, but it protects the interior from harmful, damaging UV rays, all at very affordable prices. Expert window tinting and accessories for your car or truck. Magic does it all. Magic Glass and Tint, 1515 Cypress Street, West Monroe. The way you purchased a car in the past is changing with Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Shop our inventory new and used, value your trade, and apply for financing from home on your couch in the comfort of your bed. Wherever you choose, whenever you want, at RonnieWardToyotaOfRuston.com, we'll hand you your keys so you can get to the important things in life. Visit RonnieWardToyotaOfRuston.com. Drive your dream. Live to drive. The North Louisiana Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic is dedicated to helping you get back to your old self, maybe even better. Whether a sports-related injury or an accident in daily life has you sidelined, let the progressive all-star team of physicians, therapists, and professional staff at North Louisiana Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic provide superior service and results. Visit us at MonroeOrtho.com to schedule your appointment at one of our three locations in Ruston, West Monroe, or 1501 Louisville Avenue in Monroe. Good morning, Louisiana. This is the Morning Drive. This hour is sponsored by Ronnie Ward, Toyota of Ruston. Welcome back to the show with WrestleMania this weekend. And, of course, it being in the Big Easy, this is the one day of the year that we talk a little wrestling. And it is Top 10 Thursday, so we are breaking down the Top 10 Wrestling Promos of all time. Or at least Jake and Tabor are breaking it down. I did make a, a mention earlier in the week. I will be in New Orleans this week, and I did mention to the wife that WrestleMania would be there, and I said, hey, a lot of people have that on the bucket list. Maybe we should give it a try. Yeah. And I think she's actually maybe listening right now. So, Tabes and, and Jake, give your most compelling argument to my wife why we should get tickets and try to go to WrestleMania. Um, you should go just for the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, you know, the, the pyro and the, the – just the energy that you feel in the crowd because it's going to be a crazy, crazy fans there. Seventy thousand plus. You're not people. selling me, Jake. You're selling the wife. Uh, she. Well, I kind of hope you don't, just so you're back Monday. <laughs> good argument. So don't take him to WrestleMania if you're listening. Tabor, do you have a good argument? <sighs> I mean, it's one of those you either 
get it and love it or you don't. And it'd be a little easier if you had kids, but you don't. So just take her to the opera instead. (laughs) Uh, Aaron says, boy, they're being rough on you today. Uh, Another one, I can understand doing top ten wrestlers of all time, but not ten moments. Isn't interesting. Promos, man, promos. Mm. All right. Uh, Well, if you find Macho Man not interesting, I can't help you. We are two completely different people. He is number six. I think this one should have been higher. It, it, okay. He used a prop. It would have been, but you can't see it. Yeah. That's the only problem with this. And I still, like, I thought about not including it on the list because it's not as good with audio, but it's still so good it has to be in the top ten. So he set it up. What's his prop? His prop is uh, he's got a creamer. He's got creamer in his hand. Multiple creamers, by the way. He keeps bringing it to the top. Uh, he keeps raising it from, I believe he has a fanny pack yeah. on. You just can't see it. But Because uh, where else would he be getting it? So he, he brings one up, and uh, Mean Gene Okerlund's just like, what? Where is Where did this come from? He's completely selling it. And once he gets to the top, he like throws it to the side, and then here comes another one as he continues to talk about it. And Macho Man, with his charisma, pulls it off. I don't think anybody else could have pulled this off, but Macho Man did. In my moment of glory! Yeah, I know I'm living in a nightmare, and I am the cream. And now, not only the Intercontinental Heavyweight Championship belt must fall, but the World Heavyweight Championship belt! Because Hulk Hogan, yeah, I am the cream, yeah. The cream of the crop. And there is no one that does it better than the Macho Man Randy Savage! On balance, off balance, doesn't matter. I'm better than you are, yeah. And I'm talking to everyone in the World Wrestling Federation. And I'm even talking to President Jack Tunney, yeah. I'm on my way. And nothing is going to stop me. Nothing's going to stop me. You know, just out of curiosity, Randy, and I certainly don't want to diminish your tremendous uh, God-given talents, but but I'm very curious. I haven't seen Elizabeth lately. Yeah, she's on the outside of the ring. Does she interfere in matches? Yeah. Nothing. Zero. Yeah. Pure athlete. Yeah. And I've been, uh, yeah, maligned from the top to the bottom. And because I can't handle the macho man Randy Savage, the cream of the crop, nobody does it better. Mean Gene, priceless. Oh, balance, off balance. <laughs> and he had the cream sitting on his head at the time, and of course it, it falls down. So there, he ad libbed a little. Bit. Oh, so good. He could say whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to make sense. The the the, the creamer doesn't so just good. fall. The fact that he catches it in his hand, uh, yeah. yeah, and keeps rolling. Uh, Ronnie says I was thrilled when uh, my wrestler made it to the Hall of Fame. Mill Mascaris, is that right, Tabor? Uh, don't say a word about how old I am, if you remember him. He and Billy Graham had some crazy matchups in 1977. Not, not the Reverend Billy Graham. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Dwayne says, uh, where is American Dream and Baby Doll? Oh, just wait. Mm. Just wait. Um, also, uh, the NWO from Dwayne. The NWO didn't cut it. We did, we, NWO didn't make it. The, but the, they, says, by proxy, they made the um, honorable mention. Yes, yes. Uh, Gary says, I'm losing sports talk. I'll never get back. Hand is on the dial. Ouch. Ouch, yeah. yes. One day. Us. One day, Gary. One day, man. You can you can suck it up for one day. <laughs> All right, we ready for number five? Yes, what you got? Uh, here is a real moment. Um, this was not scripted at all. This is a show that they debuted a new show a couple of years ago. It's no longer around, but it's called Talking Smack. And 
The Miz, who a lot of fans hated for years because he was, uh, he came from MTV's Real World. So he was that, you know, he just wasn't in the ring. You could tell he just wasn't really that tough of a guy. And just, yeah, it just rubs you the wrong way. He was a good heel because he, you didn't like him. Anyway, this made him a star to, that he is today. Um, he's a, sitting by Daniel Bryan, who at the time was, the, he's still the GM, the GM of SmackDown. He, Daniel Bryan in real life couldn't wrestle anymore. He, uh, he had too many concussions, and he was forced to retire when he was on top of the game and so this is a, a real moment where Daniel Bryan actually tells him that I think you wrestle too safe I don't think you take risks and chances and you don't like getting punched in the face and Miz takes exception with that and then they start talking about real life I like this one because it, you go to a certain point and you go to that line and then all of a sudden you get a little bit too carried and go away over it. and you go over the line you're like oh what did I just do and, and by the way Daniel Bryan literally walks away um, but Miz has said since then that he thought Daniel Brown was going to hit him in the face, but he, he cooler heads prevailed. I need to talk to you real quick because the fact is you're the one that calls me the coward, but you're the one that doesn't get in the WWE ring again. No, don't you walk away from me, Daniel. Don't you walk away. I'm the one that loves the fans. I'm the one that loves everyone and everything. You're the one that gets up and walks away every single time. You're the coward. I am not a coward. I am your intercontinental champion, and there's a reason I am the title. Reason making this the most relevant, prestigious title that WWE has, and I deserve okay. the respect okay. on SmackDown Live. Get that camera right here. Get that camera right here. Understand that this is day 141 of the never-ending Intercontinental Championship World Tour, and I swear to you, I promise you, it will be the most relevant title on SmackDown Live. I could care less about those little kids on, on, on for the tag team titles and the women's championship and the WWE championship. This is my show. My show. And I'm sick of all of you, my GM, sitting there criticizing me, calling me the coward. You're the cowards. I'm the one here, day in and day out, in that wrestling ring, beating people up. Thank you very much. Yeah, that was real. And you could tell because he had tears in his eyes the whole time. He was trying not to cry. But, uh, yeah, pretty good moment. Uh, Bob weighs in in terms of trying to convince the wife for us to go to WrestleMania. He says, get a Hulk shirt, jump on the bed, rip it off. She's sold. <laughs> I don't know, Bob. I haven't been what doing a, very well in the what, gym lately. <laughs> what a visual. Thank you for that, Bob. Thank you for that. Uh, Todd says, I just started listening. When are we getting to styling and profiling? Oh, very soon, Ty. Very soon. Uh, Nick just says, uh, you guys just cost me some money. Uh, Brian, his son, started hearing the promos while we were driving to school and said, oh, yeah, are we getting WrestleMania? Yeah. How can I say no? Thanks, Doug. You're welcome. That's what we're trying to do here. Spread the wrestling joy. All right, we got time for number four? Sure. All right, number four is CM Punk's pipe bomb. This is what made him a star. He was. This was another real scenario where he was leaving the company because he was just fed up with the way that it was being run. It was the PG era. Just really bad. Honestly, I stopped watching around here. And I came back because of this promo because I had some, some old buddies text me saying, did you see that? What he did, well, they gave him the mic at the end of the show. They said, you can air your grievances, say whatever you want to say. Um, and eventually they cut his mic off. But this is what he said in a promo that 
uh, is, is iconic. Ric Flair, the world's heavyweight champion. I don't have to say a lot more about the way. That wasn't it. That was Dusty Rhodes. Here's CM Punk. I may have got him in the wrong order for Taven. We'll uh, regroup here uh, and uh, get him flicks for the. This man's going to make money despite himself. He's a millionaire who should be a billionaire. You know why he's not a billionaire? It's because he surrounds himself with glad-handing, nonsensical yes-men like John Laurinaitis, who's going to tell him everything that he wants to hear. And I'd like to think that maybe this company will be better after Vince McMahon's dead, but the fact is, it's, it's going to get taken over by his idiotic daughter and his doofus son-in-law and the rest of his stupid family. Let me tell you a personal story about Vince McMahon, all right? Do we do this whole bully camp? All right, so what did you, when you were cutting this, what did you think of that? I don't even really remember the... No, when you were cutting this, yeah. when I sent it to you, you don't have any thoughts about that promo at all? Sorry, buddy. Okay, <laughs> all right. I thought it was overrated. Well, it's the significance of I it. I like the older ones, man. We're getting the, that's the top three okay. is the older ones. Those are the ones that I enjoy the most. Yeah. And we've got a lot of honorable mentions that are older yeah. too that we can play. It'd be like Dusty Rhodes on the hotel bed ripping off his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> that's more like it, right? <laughs> yes. Not Hulk, yeah. Dusty. Back in the day, maybe Hulk. No, Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> 888-993-7762. We've got a lot of positive and negative feedback throughout uh, the first uh, seven. We want minutes. it all. Yes, that's right. We will talk a little uh, LSU baseball, spring day, maybe a, a pro day, spring football with the voice of the LSU Tigers. Coming up next, Chris Blairs. And then at 830, we look forward to catching up with Teddy Allen as he will join us live from the Masters. The Morning Drive is back after this. Thanks for listening to the best of the morning drive with Dietrich and White. To listen live every day, tune in at ESPN977.com or subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find podcasts.